Britney Spears featuring Backstreet Boys, a song that released on Friday. What? Yeah. It wasn't even in my release radar. Okay. It doesn't sound I'm like serious. Backstreet Boys are I'm on it at all. <laughs> Them really? bastards. Yeah. Oh, no. And that's why I want to dig into the Free Britney movements on an episode in the future. <laughs> but let's is see it, that. Is it Glory? Oh, no, that's an album. She has all. Wait, she has She's, a whole album coming yeah, out? Yeah, a whole album dropped on Friday. I thought she wasn't doing any work right now. Oh, featuring Backstreet Boys. Okay. It's, it's not a bad song. Okay. It's okay. But it doesn't um, sound like Backstreet Boys are even on it. It sounds like one person singing with her. Yeah. Huh. I wonder. I, 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 could, I could tell you within two seconds which Backstreet Boy it was, but. Um, like by listening, I mean, but I'm not a, I'm not super familiar. I'm not a super big fan of Britney Spears, uh, musically, but I, I am a fan of Britney Spears having like adequate mental health treatment and like being happy and healthy. So, me too. um, <laughs> yeah, and I've heard, I've definitely heard a lot of interesting things about what's going on in her life. So. I don't know enough about it and it's interesting me. Like everything that's gone on this year, and then she drops an album. But I thought she wasn't going to do that, so I don't know what's up. Well, nothing is really off limits. So if we want to do some Britney stuff, uh, I'm I'm here for it. All right. So what else are we here for right now, Josh? Uh, today is episode four of Beside Ourselves, and um, we are doing one of our favorite things to do. It's a list episode. A list episode. The top fifty. I'm a little scared. I'm a little worried about the length of this podcast. The top fifty uh, songs of the year, according to you and I. So we both picked twenty five. Um, we had a couple rules. Uh, we tried to do so. We made sure that we didn't have any repeat songs, and then we also made it a rule that um, we didn't post um, individually. We didn't post more than one song. By the same artist in our list. Yes. Because my my if I was picking my I, I can say if I was picking my top twenty five songs of the year and I didn't follow that rule, there would probably be a couple artists who had more than one song in the list, probably the used for sure. So well, I made my list even more difficult for myself because yeah. I didn't add any songs for my top ten albums. That's wild. You told me that, and I was like, that uh, that's a bold choice. So, so nothing on this list is from my top 10 albums. That's why you'll see a bunch of like songs that you would expect from me not in the list. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was telling you earlier, I think that was today that I, I was saying that I was I was disappointed in myself um, because my my list is literally all artists. I already knew uh, artists from different like not even I mean, they're obviously current, but like maybe where they're they're not necessarily in their heyday right now um you know releasing new music but i think you know uh, with a i've wrapped my head around it and it's like um th this has been a really shitty year and what do you want when you feel shitty you want comfort food and that's for me this list my 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 musical exploration for this year was comfort food and i did i did get into music that was new to me um, I did discover some things that were new to me, but they were not new in general. So, yeah. What is your yeah. actual comfort food? Like, um, 
actual food? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, right now it's these gingerbread uh, flavored Oreos. They're oh my god, so gingerbread good. Oreos. Did you know there's gingerbread Oreos? <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I'm excited. They're, they're so good. They're hard to find too because they're so good. Ew, David. Okay. So I think uh, I do a song, you do a song, I do a song, you do a song. I don't think yes. it's going to take that long because I'm not like going to go too in-depth in this. Oh, I have a thesis on every why every song. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, this, this episode will be three hours long then. Yep. Or more. Who knows? I told Josh that I had to like, I had to write up my own blurbs about this or whatever because I feel like every song I'd just be like, yep, yep, that's a banger. So good. I enjoyed it. Banger number one. Banger number two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to? Actually, I go first. Yeah, no, I'm you should go the... first. Age Before Beauty. The Spotify playlist, which will be available tomorrow when we post this, is in this order. All right. My number one. Uh, these are not in order, everyone. So don't freak out. Don't freak no, out. In no particular order. That's yeah. That's the. Just the first song I chose as a great song for 2020 is. Grounds by the band Idols. They're like this post-punk, el- like I don't know. This album Ultramano is really good. I I couldn't tell if I liked it at first, and I really liked it. Like I kept going back to that song. I was like, Do I like this song? Have you heard it yet? No, I haven't listened to anything on your list. If I didn't already know it, so it's aggressive and it's got like a weird, like almost like uh, Britishy, <laughs> Britishy, like scream, angry punk vibe to it it's like a different it's a melding of different sounds and aggression and i really enjoy it okay i like the i like the name because it's like it sounds like idols like idol worship but it's spelled like idols like not doing anything like they're lazy it's i like the plan works (laughs) i don't you know i don't know i i don't think you're gonna like this song but i really like this song (laughs) but i could be wrong never know never know all right, All right, your turn. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, like you said, so I'm I'm actually kind of bummed I didn't put this later in the list, so it would be more of a surprise. But um, so the first song I have on the list is "Novelty" by the Injured List. Uh, so, uh, Injured List, Nathan, that we had on last week. Um, as I was telling you, a lot of the songs on that B-Sides EP kind of hit me uh, in the feels pretty hard, and this was one of them. This song has just got like great lyrical content, and. Um, I just I really like it and it uh, it's I identify with a lot of the feelings of weird feelings of misplaced self self-worth that this song <laughs> imparts and you'll you'll you might see a a theme uh kind of cropping up in some of the song choices for this year so 35 hit me kind of weird so <laughs> I mean this whole year has hit everybody weird yeah. Uh, so you messaged me and said you added a song like today. Was that the that, song? No, it was not. Now, now okay. he's been on for a bit. No, there isn't. It's a different song. All right, cool. I can't wait to find out. My next song is by U.S. Girls. It's called Overtime. It's got like this driving drums and vocal performance by Megan Remy. Hopefully I got her name right. It creates this like energetic atmosphere of eerie pop. And there's like a sexy saxophone two thirds of the way in. It's just like a really fun indie pop song. And the whole U.S. Girls album, again, a great album. Are they similar to the Spice Girls? Totally. Okay. No, cool. no, they're not at all. <laughs> Just make a playlist of U.S. Girls and Spice Girls. Maybe. Did I tell you, I mean, 
Did I tell you about the weirdest playlist I ever made? Go to no. a little off topic here. So not this year, but the last Taylor Swift album from a year and a half ago or whatever. Nothing that came out this year came folklore out. The same or the, oh, no. Folk, did Folklore come out this year? Yeah. OK. Um, I'm not a big, big T-Swift follower, so I don't. What? Yeah, Folklore came out this summer. But hold on. Her album. <laughs> I know this is totally off topic, but. Uh, Lover came out the same time. It was 2019 as Slipknot's new album that year. Right. And I, I made a playlist called Swiftknot because the song titles went together really well, like off and on. And it's a really bad mix, but it's fun. All right. Your turn. Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, this is a song that we did both have our list, but you were gracious enough to take it off your list to... Um, to make, uh, you know, just to add a little bit more like flavor. And that is Crooked Ways by Motion City Soundtrack. Um, this is the band that you and I bonded over. It's also the band that um, Tab and I bonded over when we, fir- when we were first talking. And they, uh, you know, they retired or they, they went on hiatus in 2016. And then they came back and did a reunion tour this year. And um, in January, we went to the first concert you and I have been to together in a long time. Um, which you are uh, bona fide my favorite person to go to a show with because you just you pull a different kind of concert energy out of me that other people aren't able to just because you're just I don't know you're just so nuts when we're there like in the in the best way possible. Um, but uh, so th- this was the only concert that we went to in 2020 because COVID took over right after, and um, it was so to have Motion City have a new song come out. It, uh, it it's a really good song, and it was it it it's it's been on my 2020. It's good. It was going to be on the the end of the year list um, all year long. Like as soon as it came out, I was like, yeah, that's 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 gonna stay. Um, although so I was. I was bummed to find out that it's not actually a new song. It's a song that was recorded in consider- consideration to be on a, one of the Twilight movie soundtracks. Um, but either way, it's still new to us. Like, none of us have heard it. Like, I think, you know, Motion City and Stephanie Myers have heard it, and that's it. So, um, you know, so that's that. <laughs> you think about this alternate timeline where like they that song does get put on the album and then they become way bigger because they're on uh you know a twilight soundtrack and and then all of their shows are like overrun by teenage girls and and you and i are just two old dudes like standing there and it could have happened remember yeah. paramore had a song on the twilight album wasn't it yeah yeah do they have more than one album they had four movies didn't they Oh, no, I'm sure that no. Yeah. So it was one of the Twilight soundtracks. Like, I don't know which one. Yeah. I don't know which one the Paramore song was on either. Uh, yeah. I, I just remember it was on one. Yeah. Uh, my next song is Little Dragon. Hold on. This might be the song that helped me the most during 2020. It's a funky alternative R&B pop song. It puts mm. me in a good mood with all this hell around me. It just like it's got like this vibe to it that helped me when the world's on fire around me. <laughs> but I love it. I love the band named Little Dragon, too. That's that's cool. I'm going to try to make some like obs- weird observation for every song that I don't know, just so I can say something. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Um, so my next song is uh, Ordinary Man by Ozzy Osbourne, featuring Elton John. Um this uh, kind of fits in that theme. Like uh, Ozzy is uh, like um, kind of like reflecting over his life and um, 
talking kind of about like not wanting to die in obscurity. Um, and so some of those, I don't think he'll ever be able to die in obscurity. No, I know, but, uh, you know, it was, uh, it's a good song. And I, and I kind of, one of the things I like discovered this year is that I like, I really like, uh, like Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath. So when he also dropped an album, I was like, okay, you know, do you like Black Sabbath more or do you like Ozzy solo stuff more? Um, I don't know. I haven't decided. Cause I, I really like the, the Dio Sabbath too. So, um, and, and, it, and it's different because like set all the, all the good Sabbath stuff is like in the late sixties, seventies and eighties. And then like, you know, Ozzy's putting out has hit songs in like the late eighties and early nineties too. So it's like, um, it's, it's some of it is like apples and oranges. So I would have to say I, I'm a black Sabbath fan because the 1970 Black Sabbath and this album Paranoid, like those albums I listen to all the way through and enjoy. And I mean, I like some Ozzy songs, but I've never like fell in love with an Ozzy Osbourne album. Yeah. But Ozzy in Black Sabbath, I love. Yeah. Well, in Black Sabbath, I mean, Black Sabbath was like the only band doing what they were doing when they were like their first couple albums. Like they, you know, so it's it's one of those things where it's like laying the foundation for like a whole subgenre of music to come after them so i mean yeah there's that to take into consideration as well so i I, one just sorry i know i'm talking way too much about each no 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 um one other thing one other thing that totally like catapulted me into this too and it i thought about slipping it on here anyway because even though um even though the song came out in 2019 that it was from an album that didn't drop until 2020 is that song he did with post malone Oh, it's so good. No, <laughs> have you heard it? Yeah, actually, I didn't mind it. I th- I thought it was good. So I wouldn't say it's in my top anything, but it was all right. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we could have different opinions, Josh. I know. My next song is by Clipping. Say the name. So this is a sweet band that I learned about this year. It's like scary stories disguised as rap songs. Okay. It's right up my fucking alley. It's like dirty, sludgy, low-key hip-hop beats. And the songs are just like amazing all throughout the album. And it's all like spooky stories, but in a hip-hop beat, like underground hip-hop beat format. Okay. I really like it. And I think you might like it, too. Yeah, no, I uh, I like uh, music with like a gimmick like that. So I, I'd be willing to give that a shot. Anytime there's horror movies related, like last year... My favorite album was from Ice Nine Kills, like one of my favorite albums. It's just like a super metal album, and each song is about a different horror movie. Yeah, no, I I, I got into that because it was on your best of list last year. I was like, oh, okay, I like this concept. Like, this is cool. Yeah, you give me that concept, and I'm like, I'm a fool for it. Love it. I think I might have put their song about Jaws on my list last year. (sighs) That's a good one. I might have. I love when, I know we're going back to years from last year, or songs from last year, but when, like, they slow down the, like, breakdown like with the jaws theme that do, 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 do. yeah no it's cool oh, so good all right <laughs> <laughs> um so uh that's actually a perfect segue into the yeah. next song <laughs> so um um this one is obviously like a little bit cheating but not technically not because this is from an album that came out this year it's um <laughs> so this is well no so the reason i kept this on is because there's a funny story that goes with it so john williams did um a concert with the um 
So I know it says Wiener, but I don't know how you would pronounce that in German. But he did he did a concert um, with a Philharmonic group in Germany, and they put out an album. It actually might be Austria, so I should have looked this up before. But um, the apparently the set list for this con, and then they recorded that concert for an album, and the set list for this um, did not include include. Oh, so the song is the Imperial March from Star Wars. Yeah. Um, from this concert <laughs> and um but the this apparently the set list didn't for the performance didn't include the imperial march really? but the philharmonic wanted to do it so bad that they added it in because they were like we can't we like we can't not do the imperial march so i just i thought that was cool and plus my whole like gimmick as a john williams super fan i had to i figured out a way to slide that in there when i saw this on the list i had to click on the album I was like he Oh, he got it by. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's real. It's 2020. All right, my next song, I have no shame in saying, and I feel like everyone in the world will just shame me for it, but shame it's me. Speed Me Up by Wiz Khalifa, Ty Dolla Sign, and Lil Yachty or whatever. I think there's another person involved, too. I know it's cheesy. I know it's a terrible song they made for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but something about this song, I just fucking love it. It's so, like happy and it reminds me of being a kid i mean you uh you uh no shame no shame I mean, in your game there is great songs that i've heard by wiz Khalifa that came out this year and ty dallas sign i've heard on a few good albums but like for some reason this song speed me up maybe it's because it reminds me of before the pandemic when i took the kids to see a movie in a theater and we saw sonic remember those days when we could go to a theater what was the last movie you saw in a theater before the, the pandemic? Sonic. Okay. Mine was Bad Boys for Life. Oh, how was that? Good. I mean, oh, okay. put, Will Smith, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> so, I've seen worse. I've seen I've seen worse 15 years later sequels than that one. That's oh, just good. that. So, I thought it was okay. All right, your turn. All right. So, my next one is You Look Sus. It's by Mega Ran and Richie Branson. So I don't know if you remember. Oh, I remember. I we discovered these. I didn't know about these guys, um, these two rappers. Um, but you and I went and saw MC Chris at the Blind Pig in Ann Arbor, and Richie Branson and Mega Ran opened for him. And honestly, they're better than he is at rapping. But um, and so Mega Ran and Mega Ran is actually like awesome. He he puts out all of these like concept albums about like one about wrestling and one about stranger things and one about like just like anything you can think of and he's really good at like taking something that's very current and like being able to put out like a banger of a song about it right away like last year on my list i had a song called the randalorian it was like literally him rapping about the mandalorian over like a mandalorian sample um and so this song is about among us yep and it's awesome um, I haven't listened to it yet because I wanted to hear what you had to say about it, but I know what it's about and I like I want to hear it, but no, I wanted to wait so till good. after we talked. And, and this was the last minute edition. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't I, I don't know what I was doing, but I, I, I was taking some songs off and then I I I uh, oh, I was I think I had the Randalorian on here and I was like, no, that's 2019. But when I clicked on him, I saw that he had Among Us song and I was like, how did I miss this? And then I listened to it and I was like. Oh, that came out in November. Click. That's going on the list. So, yep. Nice. My next song is Silverstein Madness. So I haven't truly loved Silverstein 
since like 2005's Discovering the Waterfronts or some songs off like Shipwreck and The Sand or Arrivals and Departure, but they've kept making albums and sadly uh, I just didn't get into them. Not that they're bad albums, I just never really listened to them, but this whole album was like a really fun throwback to that time period. And it, honestly, it doesn't sound as much like a Silverstein album as it does like a Hawthorne Heights album. Have you listened to it yet? No. Like, if you listen to it, listen to it as if it is a a Hawthorne Heights album. You're like, just the way he sings on this album, you're like, oh. Okay. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, So my next song is Don't Look Back. Um, And so this this song was by uh, Katomi and Ryan Elder. It was on, it was a song on the last episode of Rick and Morty season the season four that came out this year, like the five episodes. Um, and so this song is actually like a great song that if I would have heard it without any connection to watching that show, I would have probably, probably would have made it on this list. Like it's really, it's like a really good, like hauntingly, like pretty, like kind of like synth wavy with vocals type song. Um, but then it also like, um, Rick and Morty is just like intelligent dick jokes. Like most of the time, and yeah. like sci-fi references, but like the last couple, the last episode, and this, this season, this little like arc that they gave us, like right at the start of the pandemic, was kind of just more of that. And honestly, the first couple episodes, I was like, oh, this, I don't know if this is as good as it like last season was. But then this this arc at the end with with Rick and his and his daughter, and like not knowing which one is the clone and all that stuff, and him actually like feeling remorse, and then them playing this fucking sad haunting song, I was like. Oh, like it made an extra connection for me. So now we just need uh, then the second half of that season to come out. So, you know, I like can... the episode where he goes to another planet to poop because we all relate to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> one, that one was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. My next song is Alkaline Trio Smokestack. Now, this wasn't my original because this is a album that both of us had or an EP that both of us had a song off of. Mm-hmm. But this is my the same song. Yeah. Yeah. This is my second favorite song because I let you have the other one. But do I need to say anything? It's Alkaline Trio. Like this is this is great. I, I think the thing that you should point out is that it's like an acoustic y Dan fronted song. Yeah. Yeah. Like which those are great. So I, I actually as much as I like Matt Skiba, I tend to like Dan fronted songs better for whatever reason. And I'm I mean I might it might just be because I love Every Thug Needs a Lady so much. That is a great um, song. But um <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. No, this was um, this was almost my like I I could have taken either song. So, yeah. But I I my only complaint is I wish we would have got a full length from the CP. Like I wish it was a lead up to like them dropping a full length album this year. But maybe in the future, because it was good. I mean, it was way better than what um the other band that Matt's in dropped. That's not true. During... Huh. <laughs> An album or song? Didn't didn't um, didn't Blink just drop the one song? Oh yeah, that quarantine song was terrible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so okay, it's better than that album. song. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So my next song is uh, <laughs> "Ship Ahoy, Mandalorians" from <laughs> Mandalorian season two, uh, Ludwig Göransson. So this is the song that is basically um, it's uh, Katie Sackhoff, uh, Bo Katan. This it's like her theme. This is the song that's playing when she arrives 
Um, and it's it's a good song too, but also the connection to what it was is why it's on here. So yeah, <laughs> he's also for me. He's like the spiritual successor to like John Williams has basically said he's done his last like Star Wars score, and um, I'm hoping that Ludwig's like the guy that picks up with the movies once uh, you know they make another one. I know you probably talk about this on your Star Wars podcast, but is Ludwig going to do like the score to all these new Star Wars movie or shows that's coming out? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I hope I hope he does some stuff. I think he's really enjoy. I mean, watching the Disney Plus thing where he was talking about making the music, I think he likes being a part of it. So I hope. Hope so. All right. My next song is a straight banger. I don't care if it's cringeworthy. It's BTS Dynamite. It started with my kids playing Fortnite, and I'm like, oh, that song's okay. And then it's to the point where when it comes on, we're all singing it and dancing. Mm. I mean, there's a lyric in it that says, cup of, cup of milk, let's rock. And that's just ridiculous, and it's a really fun song, and I love it. I'm not a K-pop fan. I, After liking this song, I did try to go back and see their other music and not really up my alley. But this song is fun. This is our podcast's attempt to uh, identify and connect with the youth. <laughs> so, or it's just an old man that likes an, a new song. That too. But yeah. 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 <laughs> Your turn. Sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, Speaking so of, my song uh, is uh, "Prisoner" by My- Miley Cyrus, featuring Dua Lipa. Um, I don't have a lot to like describe on this song, but it's it's just a really a uh, catchy pop song. Miley made it on both our lists this year. Yeah. Those, those were December ads because both these songs came out this year, didn't they? Or this like last month or so. Maybe. Yep. Yeah, no, I think they both came out in December. The only song that came out before was it was a different one than what, what we put on here. So. so my next song is by the band, and I love this name, Rit Momney. Like Mitt Romney. Ha, ha. <laughs> But the song's called Put Your Record On. The song is fucking gorgeous. It's auto-tuned piano love ballad about sharing music and missing his girl that left for college. It's just such a good song. I'm really excited to see where Rit Momney goes from here. I wonder if uh, Mitt Romney is aware of Rit Momney. <laughs> I hope so. Rit Momney. <laughs> it just makes me think of... I, I'm sure it's not anyways similar to the the other band's music and i actually don't know what the other but i I remember that wasn't there a band like dale dale earnhardt jr jr or something like that like yeah i think so uh, yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) um or like flint eastwood that's a that band anyway um before you even say it the next band you're about to say kept going on and off my list so much so you go ahead (laughs) um so yeah spanish love songs uh I'm not so. This is "Losers" by Spanish Love Songs. Uh, this is another song that I like um, very much. Identified with the feelings being portray- uh, portrayed in the song, um, but also so this is a band that Tab and I discovered at uh, Bloodfest. Oh, which, really? Like two years ago, um, and so or what was it last? It doesn't matter. Bloodfest is hilarious because like we're literally the oldest people there when we go. Cause everyone else is like twenties or, or younger. Um, but, uh, and I haven't like, I haven't brought a lot of new, like 
stuff in that like punk alt alt derivative realm. Like I haven't found a lot of new bands that I like, but Spanish love songs is one of them. So they're, they're good. Yeah. That whole album brave faces. Everyone is a really good album. Very good. My next song, 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 blah, is Architects, Architects, <laughs> ah, Architects, Animals. Um, my weakness lately has been, as Spotify would call it, new core, which is basically just screamo post hardcore from the early 2000s, but with like electronic feel, I guess. I don't know what they're going for, but this album is going to be great. They've released two songs and they're on Epitaph Records now, which is how I found them. And I suppose. I don't know. It's a the new one. The new album when it comes out is supposed to be like a heavy theme look into where the future's going for us in America. And I'm like, okay, I'm interested to hear this, but I'm really digging this song. Okay, uh, my next song. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have any. I don't have a, a stupid comment about that one. Um, the next song is uh, my song is uh, "Minds Like Minefields" from Alkaline Trio. It's off that same EP we were talking about. Um, not a whole lot. I mean, we already we already kind of covered it. Um, so this good. is a Skiba uh, fronted song, and um, I will say my one comment about Matt Skiba is that a lot of times in songs I don't like the whoa oh ohs and stuff like that, but that dude knows how to do it in a way that I like it, and that that's exactly how the song starts off. There's like a whoa oh oh <laughs> like right at the beginning, and I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. Yeah. So, uh, my next song is. Uh, by the Hot Mulligans called Equip Sunglasses. Okay, you just said that like an old man. The Hot Mulligans? It's Hot Mulligan. <laughs> it's like, oh, I post that mulligan. on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's like 2020's indie rock anthem. It's just so good. There's so much to like about this song and the whole album. If you haven't listened to Hot Mulligan, try it. But the song. Well, I'm gonna is listen awesome. to everything because I I usually find you and I even before doing this podcast. Well, obviously we're only four episodes in. We this is a tradition that you and I have been doing for several years now, where we put together a, our favorite of the year list um, and send it to each other. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I always find something I like um, from your list. So same here. Like with Gunship, I find out that a band I love put out an album and I had no idea. And then I'm like, <laughs> feel stupid. But then then I start jamming that album. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to listen to all this stuff that you've put on here. Maybe except you... for that little Yachty song. <laughs> hey, the song is a jam. Your turn. <laughs> Speaking all right. Of... <laughs> uh, yeah. So the next song on here is uh, Just by Run the Jewels featuring Pharrell Williams and uh, Zach De La Roca from Rage Against the Machine. I almost forgot what band he was in for a second. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, actually, I love this whole album. I know you don't like RTJ but very much, but um, this album is really good, and I had a hard time picking a song from it, and I just decided on this one to kind of, uh, f- kind of run with the hype of... Uh, you know, Rage doing stuff again together. So by putting the song with the lead singer of that band on here. So it's cool. I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to do my next pick as like a promo. Hey, kid, (laughs) were you sad you didn't get to see My Chemical Romance this year? Let me introduce you to Creeper. So don't get me wrong. This is not like a ripoff of My Chemical Romance. It's just like this album and this band give off like a Black Parade vibe. 
It okay. sounds great. It's a good album. It's not a ripoff. I'm not trying to say this is, oh, this is a band trying to be My Chemical Romance. But I seriously, if you were missing My Chemical Romance, give this album a try. And the song is uh, Annabelle, the one I really like. I mean, I like the whole thing, but it's kind of a mix of Black Parade with like the energy of Can't Sweat It Out, a fever you can't sweat out. But okay. I kind of get the disco. I don't know. It's It's a weird combo. I like it, though. I love the name of the album, Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void. Yep. <laughs> um, can I tell you my um, my chem hot take? Yeah. Might not be a hot take, but I think some people would think it does. Um, Black Parade is their second best album. After oh, three okay. years. In my opinion. I actually, I keep going back and forth on that between those two. <laughs> I th- I mean I I uh, um, I have more emotional connection to the first album because when the second album came out I kind of got I w- was in that mode of like oh they're popular and all these people are like oh, you know like yeah I was annoyed with the fans more than the band kind of thing all right um, my next song is uh, it's called Will Remix it's by Joyner Lucas featuring Will Smith. That's and so it's weird. Literally just on here because I love Will Smith and I I really like um his rap on this song. It's it, it's kind of funny because it's a Joyner Lucas song, but it's totally just it's almost all Will Smith rapping. Like Joyner Lucas does the the chorus. That's basically it. So Didn't you add like a a song about Will Smith or a Will Smith song to your last year's mix? No, so you're thinking of the 6 month through 2020. Oh list. yeah. And it's this song. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it, I, I just never think of Will Smith anymore musically. Not that he's, I mean, I like Will Smith. I just well, that was don't kind know. of the thing was I. It came up in my release radar, and there's a lot of weird stuff that comes in in my release radar, and I don't even know why. And um, I was like, what is this? And then I was like, oh my god, like okay. And then I added it. So yeah. <laughs> my next song is by the band Boston Manor. Everything is ordinary. I don't know if I love the rest of the album as much as I love this song, but this song is so good. And I, I don't hate the rest of the album, but th- this song is really good. It's interesting. It's intense. It sounds like both angry and uplifting at the same time. It's good. <laughs> That's all I've got to say on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were waiting for more. No, I don't know. I, I didn't want to cut you off. Um. Okay, so... <laughs> I uh, my next song uh, is "Battle Cry" by it's a uh, it's Kenny Omega's uh, wrestling theme, and of course I didn't look it up again to double check, but there is an actual artist that performed the song, but on Spotify it just says All Elite Wrestling, but um, I do like this theme. It's a perfect theme for uh, for Kenny. I so Ke- when you. When you go through and you listen to my songs, obviously yeah. you're not the kind of person who's necessarily going to care about a wrestler's theme. But just when you listen to this, think white guy who speaks Japanese, loves anime and video games, and wrestles until recently, wrestles primarily in Japan. And then Is that you a go, stick? Oh my God. No, no. I mean, those are just, that's oh. just the reality. Like he oh, okay. uh, wrestled in Japan so long that he, but no, he's also like very into video games and, uh anime and stuff so um 
it's like perfect for him and and then also like all elite wrestling is just kind of like taking over wrestling right now it's really cool it's a really big thing in the last like year um just like in my general interest so this um that's why it's on here so do you remember when uh when biscuits rolling was the undertaker song when he came yeah. out on a motorcycle that was a bad time for music and wrestling <laughs> dude they played him out at wrestlemania one year like they were actually there and played him out i'm not like the biggest wrestling fan but i like my undertaker dark and scary not riding motorcycles <laughs> Well, and it's like he uh, he did that, and it was only rolling for like a hot second, and then he kept that motorcycle gimmick, and he was coming out to American Badass by Kid Rock, and then like the next year, <laughs> Kid Rock played him out to the ring. Like, um, I mean, granted, like we don't we 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 think back on it, and we're like ugh, but like Limp Biscuit playing you out at WrestleMania in like 1999 was kind of like the peak of pop culture. It so. is true. Like the height of new metal and the height of of uh, pu- mainstream acceptance and popularity of wrestling. So, anyway, <laughs> my next song is Phoebe Bridges Halloween. If you don't know about Bridges in 2020, then you've been living under a rock. A way most people have been because we're all hiding away. Yeah. Um. She's huge in the indie pop scene. Her album Punisher is haunting, hauntingly beautiful, and just a masterpiece. It almost made it on my top 10 list, but it's... it's, Ooh, honorable mention. But it's really... It's such a good album. Okay. Um, My next one is The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim. Um, It's uh, Kid Cudi and Eminem. So I almost put Godzilla on here, but then I took it off because this was on here. And so I can't remember exactly when this song came out, but... It was very, very timely, like um, the George Floyd murder and like the protest had like just happened. And then he they put out this song and he has this rap, this like his verse on this song is like all about like COVID and then like the Black Lives Matter movement, George Floyd, um, Armad Arbery and all that, all the like stuff, the stuff was going on. I was like, I was I was super it's like it's a good rap song. And then, like, the fact that he was able to, like, write something and put it out that quickly to, like, you know, be in the social consciousness, um, I just thought that was cool. So, like, I literally was listening to the song and I was like, okay, he literally just recorded this, like, recorded it, mixed it, and put it out in, like, a week or two. Like, it was it was wild. Yeah. There were a lot of artists that did a bunch of songs, like, the week or two after, and some of them felt phoned in, and some of them felt really honest and amazing. Yeah. Like, important. Yeah, I don't well, he's already there. turned a little political in his in his raps the last couple of years anyway, so it felt authentic for him. It wasn't like a, a pivot. Yeah. My next song is Miley Cyrus, W2F, Do I Know. Uh, this song is, this song's a fucking jammy jam jam. I felt unsure of this whole album the first few listens, because this first, this is track one, and this song goes so hard and awesome. I'm like, okay. Miley made a really intense rock album, and I'm digging this. And the rest of the album does slow down, and it grew on me. But this song, like, I just have it on repeat all the time. It's so good. I just love Miley Cyrus's voice and her whole attitude and just the way she is as an artist. I, I do like that. I do like the more adult 
uh, Miley, though. Like the music that she's that the album that she put out a couple years ago that was like more country, which yeah. makes sense. Like Dolly Parton is her godmother and yeah. her dad's Billy Ray Cyrus. I was so, um, but like when uh, the the more mature like the stuff that's not like, hey, we're doing drugs and partying. Like I I like this stuff better. Hey, party in the USA is a jam. Well, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about I talking about we can't stop and stuff like that. Ah, uh, okay. So. When she acted like she was, she had invented twerking. I was like, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Ying Yang Twins had a song out ten years ago that talked about twerking. But anyway, your next song, <laughs> go. Um, my next song is "Be Kind." Um, it says it's by Marshmallow, but it's actually, I mean, Halsey is the vocalist. He's just doing the beat. Um, I'm always, I'm always like interested on like how they credit these songs, but um, this is just a. I, I like Halsey. Halsey's actually one though I think like the one uh whisper pop artist that I like. I don't really like like the Billie Eilish type, um, like the soft spoken singing. Um I not saying that Billie Eilish isn't amazingly talented, it's just not my thing. Um, but uh Halsey's like the one that I like. And um this is just like a really, really good pop song after oh, that's over um uh, like a techno beat. It's really good. My next song is by Kenny Hoopla. So I mentioned this on a previous episode when we did our like weekly roundup. And it's because Travis Barker did a song with this with Kenny Hoopla. Oh, this is the Estella guy? It's yeah. So yeah, okay. after hearing that song, I was like, Oh, I love this. And I went through and he released like an EP and a few songs this year. All this year. Like he's like new. But I'm really digging this new artist and I'm really excited to see where he goes. I just it, it sounds like solid pop punk album, really, like just the way it's, oh, it's so good. I can't wait to see when an album comes out like a full length. The song with Travis was really solid. Oh, the song's title is How Will I Rest in Peace If I'm Buried by the Highway. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Did Pete Wentz write that? I was just about to say Jesus. that's the most pop punk <laughs> song title you could get. But as long as it's long. Yeah. Your turn. Um, my next one is Reckless Paradise by Billy Talent. Um, I love this song. I would say, and I, this is partially cause I just fell off. So I don't, I could be totally wrong, but my opinion is this is like the best song that Billy Talent has put out since their first album. It's really good. It was on my list for a while too, but it got bumped off sadly, but it's, yeah, I love it too. My next song is by Car Seat Headrest. So they're We're not ex- a band names, are we? <laughs> <laughs> they're like this eccentric alternative bands. I've heard them before and it was like an acoustic album. I don't know. It was like an EP I heard a couple years ago. It was good. I think the lyrics were amazing. And then now he's got like a full band behind him. I don't know the singer's name, but I, uh, it's the, the album I heard before was called Teens of Denial. And if you listen to that, you'll notice it's very acoustic. I think he recorded it in his car and in his dorm room or something like that. But this one's like new funky electronic. And it just feels like I love where the, this band's going. If this is the new style they're going with. And the song's called Can't Cool Me Down. Very cool. That sounds that sounds fun. I'm going to I'm excited to check that out. Um, my next song is Time by Childish Gambino featuring Ariana Grande from his 
like basically first day of quarantine album that came out in the middle of the night like a weirdo because Childish Gambino just likes to do things in a weird way. Yeah. Um, it was kind of fun. Um, I'm normally not the person that like finds out about a pop pop culture thing first, but I just happened to be up and like on the internet and saw that. And so like like right when he released it and like found the website where he was like streaming it or whatever. And so I was the one that like broke the news to a bunch of people and I felt I like think you posted it and I saw it or something like that. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh shit. Like, and I have some like younger friends who are like, um, like I'm like the old grandpa of the friend group. And I was like, uh, Donald Glover has a new album out motherfuckers. And they were like, and like, they were like, what? They like had no idea. And I was like, yeah, I'm cool. I know. I know shit. Do you follow him on Twitter? I've heard that he's like, you thought I was hot in 2018. Like he's got a bunch of shit happening. Something big, I, he's got big stuff coming. Ugh. Yeah. I would say, um, my, the coldest take ever. Um, I think Donald Glover might be the most, one of, if not the most talent, multi-talented people in entertainment today. I agree. His acting, stand his stand or screenwriting. Yeah. Screenwriting, acting, music, stand up, whatever it's, I mean, it's Brilliant. so good. All of it. Everything is good. Um, and My, he's not like a oh. one dimensional. Sorry. He's not a one dimensional music artist. Like either. It's just like, it's all good. My next song is by the band bearings. It's called sway. This album was one of the best pop punk albums of this year. Okay. Uh, his voice, the guitar tones. It reminds me so much of the good warp tour bands of the late two thousands. I'm thinking like fireworks a little bit, or as when we came in, I was listening to hit the lights. This is a stick up. Yeah. Like, if you think of those bands, like, this is what Bearings kind of sounds like. This whole album is wonderful. The song Sway is just awesome. Do you remember when we were at Warp Tour in, like, 2008, and we were trying to find 303's set, and we thought we were there, and then when the band started, it ended up being Pierce the Veil, but it was still awesome? Yes. And we stayed and watched <laughs> it. That's a good memory. I don't know. I just thought of that. When you said, Looking late back 2000s. At- I'm glad we watched Pierce the Veil over 303. No shit. Way better. <laughs> Way better. Way better. Um, all right. So this was my um, my next song was the top song I listened to this year that came out this year. I had some older songs, uh, like one or two older songs that um, I listened to more. But this song and I was um, I was obsessed with this song and, and Tab kind of hated it because she doesn't like like the lyrical content of this song. What? Um, but I love the melody of this song. Uh, it's Blow Me by The Used and then Jason Alan Butler. I don't know what he does in the song. Does he sing or I don't know. But this song was incredible. Um, I mean, there's several really good songs on the um, The Used new album. But this one was the top one for me. And I'm noticing there aren't any used songs on the list from you. <gasps> So I wonder why I know <laughs> what that means because <laughs> I saw your Spotify wrapped. I know my Spotify wrapped <laughs> was all the used, <laughs> but that's that's also just what I listen to on Spotify. I've been really into buying vinyls this year, like actually going out and getting records and listening to them at home. But yes, on Spotify. Yeah, you'll see <laughs> the used was my favorite album. All right. My next song is by the band Nothing. The uh, song is called Say Less. If you listen to this, when you first start it, you're like, is this metal? But no, it's just like 
hauntingly. Be- I said hauntingly like four times in this That's podcast, right. but a That's lot of be songs the name of the podcast. Hauntingly, hauntingly beautiful. Definitely needs to be listened to in headphones because of the way they like pan and stuff and loud. Seriously, the song in this album's great. Nothing. Check them out. I've got nothing to say about it. It's <laughs> it's not metal. I know you're gonna listen to it at first, and be like, "Is this metal?" The way the guitars go, but I like metal. It's cool. I know you do. Your turn. Um. All right. So, uh, my next song is wait, Christian. wait, wait. Oh, it's what? Christian Nationalist by Anti. I was about to say these next two songs are our political songs. So go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean this is uh Anti Flag's new album was pretty good. And um but this was uh this song is all about uh neo Nazis basically. So um and I yeah, I'm here for it because uh this is the kind of year we've had. Yeah. And my next song, honestly, the only reason Anti Flag was not on my best of albums or this list is because it reminded me too much of how angry I am at everything. Yeah. Like I I still think it's a solid album, but every time I hear it, I just get mad. <laughs> and but this song by Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Pursuit of Glory, it's just like a little bit more joy, but still holding on to that like political anger. I listened to this a lot more this year than I did the Anti-Flag album. But those first couple months that uh, 2020 Divisions came out, I was all about it. <laughs> I still think it's a great album. Don't get me wrong. That's, that's cool. Just, this is both our political ban point. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think I had some other political stuff on here before I whittled it down. This list got whittled down from like a 100 and something song list. And it was I didn't completely whittle it all the way down to 25 until like this morning. So <laughs> um, I, I mean, I was pretty close this morning. I think I only had like a couple more songs, but yeah, it was interesting. So um this the next song is kind of a a political anthem in its in its own way as well. Uh, Free Woman by Lady Gaga. Chromatica was an awesome electric pop album, um, and I love Lady Gaga. And I love when she sings in her like full like lower register voice. And that that's um there were there were several really good songs in this album, but that's why I ended up picking this one because uh, I just love the way she sings on it. I'm embarrassed to admit that I liked Rain on Me with. Ariana Grande or whatever. And yeah. I like, I love Lady Gaga. I have not listened to this album at, album at all. Like I not once I need to like actually play it because I'm sure I'm going to like it, but I haven't listened to it yet. It's wild. Cause it's like so much different than Joanne. Well, yeah, it looks like it would be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Joanne and Joanne was like so good in its own way too. Like, Oh yeah. I like Joanne. I think you're the person that got me into Joe. I think we still lived together when that when that album came out and you were jamming it. So then I was jamming it. And yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, my next song whew, is the only like truly hardcore song <laughs> on this list. It's by the band Sharp Tooth. Say nothing in the absence of content. This is my favorite hardcore album of the year. I didn't listen to a lot of hardcore metal this year. It was a lot of sad songs. As you'll see in my top 10 albums. But... Man, this song makes me miss going to shows. Halfway through the song, like the lead singer Lauren Cashin, she like slows it down and is like like open up the fucking pit and like oh like the energy you feel, you're like, I just want to tear into them. <laughs> like I miss I mean I miss hardcore shows and this album oh, gives me that that jolt. 
Although you got to be careful because for us, it'd be like, open up this pit. Oh, my God, help me up. I think I hurt my hip. Like, um, <laughs> you know, so. Oh, yeah, I don't think I would go into a pit. I think the last time I went to a pit was, I don't know if you were with me, but I saw no effects in Anti-Flag. That wasn't me. No. No, okay. That was like a like three years ago, and I got up to the front of the stage, and I regretted it the rest of the show because I'm old. And I was like, well, this was fun for half the show, but I'm so tired and like injured now. <laughs> All right, your turn. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my next one is uh, Breakless by The Wonder Years. So The Wonder Years are celebrating an anniversary of a couple of their older albums, and um, they put out... Uh, so it's, uh, suburbia and then the, 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 the upsides. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But anyway, so they basically, they recorded two songs. They did like a two song EP that was, um, like recording songs in the same kind of styling as they did back then. Um, and I honestly, like I hear that on paper and I think like for any band, I'm like, you know, think about how like. California was totally blink trying to recapture the sound of like Enema the State and like completely failing because they're too old and out of touch. Um, <laughs> and uh, like this, I think they did a pretty good job. But then, also, Wonder Years hasn't kind of like moved as far stylistically from that as as Blink has. But um, and and then it just made me think. So Wonder Years is a band that I wasn't really into until I met Tab, and then um, they're like. You know, they're a band that like if you like like Motion City, they're it's like a perfect, uh, you know, companion band. And I've seen them play together a couple times, too. So um, they're great. And they did a good job uh, doing this like throwbacks, these throwback songs. So. Yeah. Word. My next song is by The Strokes. It's called Selfless. I love The Strokes. And this album feels like the band's getting back to their roots a little bit. Like, it almost sounds like it could have been... A lot of the songs sound like they could have been off Is This It or Room on Fire. This album was on my top ten list, but throughout the year, like... I think it's because it came out so early in the year. It just kept sure. getting bumped off by other albums. But it's still... it's This whole album is just... Mwah, perfect Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds creepy, Perfect Strokes. Especially because you did the chef's kiss yeah. before. Mwah, perfect strokes. So, let me ask you, Go. Danny. Yes. You are a rapper. Sure. And you have a super successful song. It's like all over TikTok. And then you make a re- remix of it. And you add... What do you... Who would you add? Andre 3000. I know what you're getting at. But... <laughs> Who would you add that's still making music? <laughs> um, so my um, to my song, the, my next song is Savage Remix by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. Um, and uh, so this song, I don't love, I don't love the song Savage, but um, and I, and I kind of I think that's kind of because I got sick of it from hearing it on TikTok like over and over and over and over again last year. But then I just like randomly fell into this. I think this is on my like I said before with a million things. This came up on my release radar and like all the Beyonce parts in the song are like so good. And it just it like takes this song that was already like super popular to like another level. Really? I don't know. It's just it's really good. And she like sings on it and raps on it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't. I didn't know you did that. <laughs> so 
which I probably, if I was like part of the Bayhive, I, I I'm sure she's put out stuff like this, and I just didn't know. But I'm I'm not really. Did you listen big... to her new album this year? Beyonce's. Yeah. No. I feel. I don't think I knew she had a new album. I'm pretty yeah, sure I mean... it's so like. Oh, the dangerous... li- is it the Lion King one? No, it's not on Spotify. I don't think. I think oh. it's an Apple Music thing. Which is, is it probably on Title because her husband owns Title? Maybe I don't know. I know it's in upper Grammys. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Let me do a check, and if so, I need you to delete this whole part. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like I've already pissed off the. Well, she had Homecoming come out last year. Was Homecoming the one? I thought she came out with an album this year. Well, she had. So I mean, she sang on. She had a bunch of stuff come out for like The Lion King, because she plays like Nala. Yeah, I remember that. Maybe Homecoming is what it is, but like. Dangerously in Love and B Day. Do you remember those albums? They were great. Yeah. And I, I even remember I'm liking, I mean, Sasha Fierce had Halo, you know. But I haven't listened to like a Beyonce album in forever and I feel bad. Like I never listened to Lemonade and I know people love Lemonade. Yeah. Like Lemonade's a hit, but I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet. Am I leaving, if I'm leaving this in or taking it yeah, out? You can leave it in. It's fine. Okay. I was, I was wrong about a Beyonce album being out. Well, I say I think I I was just waiting. Yeah, no, I think it's okay. I'm sure like Homecoming came out late in the year or something. So plus with she did have a bunch of stuff like show up. So with the Lion King stuff. So, I mean, it's where I saw her on the Grammys list for like a bunch of times. I mean, anytime she releases something, it goes on the Grammys because she's the queen. It's true. Queen of the Bay Hive. (laughs) All right. My next song is Caribou. You and I. Another indie pop electronic song. Big theme for me this year. This one blew me away. The sound on the song, the sounds on the song are just so happy and relaxing. It's like, I wish I would have listened to this on the beach. But wait, we didn't get to do that much this year because coronavirus. But it's just like a summery, happy, funky song. That's all I got to say about it. Check it out. Or don't. My next song, my next song <laughs> is... Uh... Coheed and Cambria's Jesse's Girl 2 featuring Rick Springfield. So this song cracks me up. Um, they basically, so Coheed, as you know, and anyone who knows Coheed is they're like totally like all their songs are like about telling a story and they have this like narrative that goes and connects into a comic book and, you know, concept albums and stuff. So, but this, they basically said, hey, we're going to take Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield and write a song that's a sequel to it and make it like a horror movie. So Jesse's Girl was actually a murderer and she tries to kill Rick Springfield. Um, and that's literally what this, the song is like a horror movie sequel to Jesse's Girl. And in, in this song, Jesse's Girl is like a psycho killer. You're going to be disappointed in me, but I did not like the song. No? Like, oh, man, I thought you really would. I'm, maybe I'll give it another listen, but when it came out, because I like Coheed and Cambria, I don't yeah. love Rick Springfield as much. A little bit. I just thought you would love the concept, like you know. The I actually didn't thing. know that concept. I listened to it like twice, and I didn't get that from it. But I also didn't research on what it was about. So I'll give it yeah, another no, try. I did because I was like, "What the hell is this, Jesse's girl?" <laughs> like, and then yeah, no, that's totally that's that's what it's supposed to be, and um. Um, and I also like that, like musically, you can hear that they're trying to meld like the Coheed sound with the riffs from Jesse's Girl too. Like, um, but anyway, yeah, I, yeah, listen to it again and think about what I said. Like that, it's 
you know, Jesse's girl is a crazy killer and that's and that's what it is like. I'm glad you said all this because when I saw you had a Coheed song on here and it was that one, I'm like, I feel like he's just trying to find a Coheed song because that song was terrible. But now I think I'm that's the only Coheed try. song that came out. So, uh, my next song is, uh, can I not butcher this name? Palais Royal, Palais Royal. I don't know. The song's called Lonely. They're a theatrical art punk band, and I'm loving it. It feels like glamour pop rock on this album. I would love to see how they play live because if you listen to these songs, it's fun. And I bet they put on like a theatrical show, like a full on show. So I don't know, but I like the song a lot. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. I was trying to wrap my head around how you I, I think you I mean, you I think you get psyched out when you can't pronounce something and then you make the vowel sound weird because you're like psyching yourself out. <laughs> I think you, I think you're probably close. But anyway, Pele. Um, Pele. so mine my oh so we're we're like right at the end here I know. um my we second to last my penultimate song on this list is uh paper thin by tom delong it's weird this it credits tom delong and angels and airwaves um and then also uh illenium and it's like uh it's funny because it just sounds like an angel song like it's got like that atmosphere atmospheric like uh, synth but then all of a sudden it kind of breaks into like a um dubstep kind of thing um it's interesting uh when i'm re- I, I remember when th- this came up on my release radar and i was like driving in the car on on my um on the dashboard uh it just says like if there's multiple artists on a song it just says the first one yeah and so i'm like listening to this and i'm like this dude sounds like tom DeLong. <laughs> But there was like just enough distortion on his voice that I was like, maybe it's not Tom DeLong. But then I like looked at my phone and I was like, oh, okay, like I'm surprised neither of us had all that's left is love on our list. Um, I did song. until this song came out because the song. Oh, okay. I've actually never heard this song, so I'm excited to hear it because, yeah. But I yeah, did I like that Angel song. It's better than the other one, and I just I just have to say, um, Tom, I know you're listening. <laughs> Rebel Girl. And uh, what a kiss and tell have been out for a long time, my friend. I saw you. I saw your band live after those songs came out in September of 2019. Where's the album? Where's yeah. the movie? Come on, come on, man! You've had time to work on stuff. No, or no one else give can us do a anything. couple more singles. Everyone's sitting at home with yeah. the, sitting on their hands. Come on. My last song on my list. Honestly, this song, this whole album, ugh, just it should be on my top ten. But because I found out about it in December, I feel like I can't give it justice. You know what I mean? Like the other albums on my top ten, I've been listening to all year long, or half the year, or most of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Black Pumas album, holy shit! It's like amazing blues, but like for current time, it's stunning. From start to finish. I also love there's like a cover on there of Fast Cars by Tracy Chapman. Mm. I actually discovered this album. Uh, I found it on a YouTube channel that was talking about their top albums of the year in the beginning of December. Because I go through and like, ooh, what did I miss? You know, I need to yeah. find stuff. And I found it and I was like, oh, like, how has no one found out about this? And then the Grammy announcements came out and they're up for like a ton of Grammys. I was like, oh, so people do know about this. And I'm I the think- one that didn't know. I think this is the band that like you put out your you said, oh, these are my Grammy, like my Grammy picks. And yeah. then I was like, 
oh, I've I've only heard of a couple of those. Yeah. And then like uh, a guy named Kevin Aldridge, who's like a recording artist himself, who's like uh, he's someone I know from. Um, there's this wrestling podcast I listen to called Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, and they like um, it's a wrestling podcast, but it's also really not. It's like a weird anyway, we be, we've like kind of become friends with them. And Tab has like be, Tab and I have like become friends with this like whole universe of people that are friends with them or also listen to them. And so Kevin Aldridge is like he sings like some theme songs on their show and he's like friends with us on Twitter and, and he listens to all of the podcast. Like he listens to my star Wars one. I'm for, he probably listens to this one. He listens to, to Josh and tab. Um, so Kevin, if you're listening, what's up, dude? Um, thanks for being a good friend, even though I've never met you, but maybe one day we're internet friends. So, uh, he was like, I think black Pumas and I, if I'm wrong, this whole thing will be really stupid, but I think black Pumas was the one he said, Oh yeah, check them out. I, like commented on your, my comment of your tweet. It's now I'm gonna look really back and good. see if that's right or not. Like the song <laughs> "Colors" is amazing, and if you look it up, there's also an acoustic version. I couldn't tell if I wanted to put the acoustic version or this one, but I just, ah, uh, it's such a good blues album. Like I, I'm not a giant blues fan. I like some classic blues, but I don't go searching out it anymore. Dude, have you listened to um, like old older Black Keys albums? Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. They're good. Like they like it sounds like they like sold their soul to the devil and he gave them like Robert Johnson's guitar. Like that's like <laughs> that's what they sound. And then, and then you're like his two like geeky white guys like that sound like six like old like black blues guys. Like it's like okay, I don't know. Like I think the only albums I know really well are El Camino and Brothers. No, I'm talking about like older than that. Like No, I know, but I've like I've dabbled in the older stuff. I should listen to more now. Yeah, it's it's wild. Like it's it's really good. All right, so my last song is uh, it's a by Gunship and Choir Noir. Um, so Choir Noir is this choir that does like like alternative like choir songs. Um, they've done like a Disturbed or not Disturbed. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. But. <laughs> They've, they've done a bunch of like they they do like stuff like this and so it's a song of uh it's a song off it's bl- bl- black blood red kiss um their remix and um it's the song off of dark all day but it's like a new like them singing it and it's just like as someone who likes this kind of music but then also um like was in choir for a long time i'm like oh man i wish i would have been able to do something like this like this is really cool and it was like something different i did have I did have Gunship's cover of Eleanor Rigby that came out a couple, like a month ago. Um, and then I took it off when this got released. Cause that was I, I originally on my list too, but yeah. that also got moved off this year. There was a lot of cover songs. Like I feel yeah. like sometime next year we should do like a cover episode. And there's so many from this year that like, I maybe it was well, just cause artists were stuck at home, but everyone was covering each other and it was real I mean, it's, de- it's definitely a um a thing it's an easier thing to do when you're when like you're in quarantine or whatever i t- tab's favorite tab's top played song of the year was uh a dashboard cover of a post malone song so they did I a did cover i know that happened it's actually pretty good if you like dashboard um so uh yeah speaking yeah, that would be, i would love to do a, i would love to do a covers episode so speaking of dashboard, 
he is releasing all of his EPs, like the, uh, hold on, let me find some names of them. Uh, like the Summer Kiss EP that came out in 2002, and then the So Impossible EP that came out in 2001. He's releasing them on vinyl after Christmas, like Christmas Day. Oh, and I remember So Impossible was the first CD that I waited in line outside of Checker Records because I pre-ordered it as like a teenager. I was like, first time I pre-ordered an album because I heard, uh, you know, hands down acoustic on some internet thing or something. Yeah. No, I, I think I, I'm sure I think I had that MP3, the acoustic one. Yeah. I got it off like LimeWire or something. So I just wanted to to uh, I found your tweet. It Kevin Aldridge did say P- Black Pumas rule, and he said start with their hit colors. So like, oh wow, per- perfect. <laughs> Do you? Have I want a... you to text me after you listen to all these songs and tell me what you think. Oh, you know I will. Um, <laughs> do you? Uh, do you, or do we want to do a like a what the fuck this week? What the fuck? Do you song? have one? I have one. Uh, I, actually, I have one recommendation kind of melding... before you do it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Taylor Swift surprise birthday dropped album. It's amazing. It's um not as good as Folklore, in my opinion, but it's a real close to it. Evermore is the name of it. That's all. I really enjoy it. <laughs> I've become such like a Taylor Swift fan. I watched the documentary on Disney Plus the other night until like oh. two in the morning. Okay. Very cool. All right. So what's your what the fuck? Um, so this is I will say that this is a this is like a melding of what the fuck and a recommendation. Okay. So do you know that band The Who? H U? H U? Yeah. No. Um not the who no not the who like pinball wizard like okay the the hu so they are so they're a mongolian folk rock band i'll play this for you so you can like feel the full effect of this but um this is kind of what they sound like it's like weird not weird but it's like different i'll uh ooh seagull core I'm gonna skip ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Okay, so do you know Metallica's song "Sad but True"? Yes. Okay, so they covered it. Huh? They covered it. I was hoping to get to the vocal part. 
skip ahead. <laughs> so yeah, so that's why this is why it's a it's a melding of both because it's like okay, so the Who like musically is awesome, super impressive, but also like totally odd too because it's like I think Mongolian is just like such a different language than the English. So, um, but then like. Um, why 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 this song why did they cover this metallica song who knows the funny thing is too is because i was listening to like it came up in like and i've said this is the phrase i've said several times today it came up in my release radar and i don't know the name of that metallica song i just know oh that's the metallica song that kid rock sampled for american badass yeah um and so it's like playing and i'm like okay the who cool oh they haven't what what is this song and then it's like wait this sounds like this literally sounds like the riff from that metallica song and then i was like oh no this is a cover of that metallica this is literally a cover of that metallica song i was just like this is a very odd choice but okay yeah i have i have a what the fuck recommendation then too okay so it's uh i'm interested to see where this is going to go but gwen stefani came out with a new song called let me introduce reintroduce myself and she wants to go back to that ska no doubt sound yeah it's i think the lyrics no doubt back together i know but i'm interested to see if this gets people like ska has like a no resurgence in pop culture not just i mean ska kids love ska no matter what but I wonder if this will. I don't know. It's it's an interesting reggae ska style. Yeah, ska has never best. been as popular as it was when Tragic Kingdom was popular. Like that's yeah. like that was this that that was the peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's all I got. Again, listen to it. Yeah, you want me to play it right now? <laughs> sure. Just hear a clip of it. Skip ahead a bunch though. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, doesn't that sound like older, no doubt? Yeah. All right, that's know. all. I don't know if I like it. I'm just interested to see that she's going that way. Yeah. Well, she's got to do something, right? Right. Stay relevant. <laughs> I don't know if that's what I would do to go relevant right now. All right. So that's our, that's our, we did it. We did our top. Yeah, and it uh, it was only like we're only like a little over an hour, hour fifteen. So, I feel like um, most of our episodes have been about that. Yeah, we're yeah we didn't. Uh, I was worried this was going to be a little bit of a marathon, but we 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 didn't. Uh, I strayed more than you did. I was like, oh, let me talk about this other thing that doesn't have to do with what we were talking about. So that's but that's part of my that's just what I do. So I did it a bunch like, too. Here, there. Oh, sh- look at that shiny thing, squirrel. Oh, like yeah. That. <laughs> we did it, you guys. We did it. So, our next episode will be our top ten albums of the year. We're going to do it in two weeks. We're going to take a week off to celebrate Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to give Josh a break. He's doing like 500 podcasts at once. Only three. And actually, one of them got... one of My, my interview got can, canceled. It's getting rescheduled, so... Um, wasn't too bad, but I appreciate the the sentiment. I am uh, I am burning the candle at both ends for sure. 
Well, I'm also working in retail and I'm exhausted. Like I said, yeah. I, I woke up from like a three hour nap today and I have Tuesday off and then I don't have another day off after Christmas. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yikes. And I'm working like nine, 10 hour days. Nine to 10. I don't know. A lot of I'm, I'm just working all the time. Yeah, it's the it's the busiest time of year for the, where you work. So you uh, where can I find you on the Internet, Joshua? Me? Uh my i you can follow me on instagram and twitter at battle of tenab it's Whoa. an obscure star wars reference you can find me at oh yeah danny where where are you bourbon underscore n underscore blood on instagram or just follow us b is it underscore b yeah, side b underscore, underscore side, side pod, pod. Yep. on both twitter instagram Facebook. I've been posting all over those places. Interact with us. It's fun. And Bye-bye. by us, he means him because he is definitely our social media manager extraordinaire. Um, when we were setting this up, Danny's like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, if you can do one thing, I want you to be the social media guy because I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> can't handle it right now. So, um, and he, you're doing a great job. You're like killing, killing, killing it. So, I mean, I'm just posting pictures of all the records I listen to at the moment. And I'm asking questions on Twitter. I thought that's kind of what you're supposed to, I think. Dude, I was talking. Okay, so records. Um, I think a segment we should start doing um, is saying one re- like one record that we got. Like our mo- if we got a new record, like saying what it was. Um, did you get any records this week? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Hold you wanna, on. <laughs> you want to pick one? Uh... You have them right there? No, I have to... I got like six records this week, so... That sounds that sounds like you. I got the Orange Less Than Jake, like limited Anthem album. Anthem is a, probably the, the best, or one of the last great Less Than Jake albums. I don't hate Less Than Jake. I feel like I'm really hating on them right now. I also got... Uh, Howard Jones, Things Can Only Get Better, which is a super cheesy 80s pop album. And I was so excited to find it on Amazon for like six bucks, 11 after shipping. So that was exciting. I don't know. Oh, I got The Vandals, Hitler Bad Vandals Good. It's a fun punk album. What'd you get? I got uh, Christmas in the Stars. The Star Wars Christmas album from 1980 featuring the first recorded... uh, track ever of john bon jovi who was working as a janitor in the studio um and also uh features anthony daniels playing c-3po on almost every song on the album um and it's bad so bad that it's good it's bad in the worst way in the best way um so and tab had never heard it before and she loves it she keeps asking me to put it on so (laughs) um yeah so it's and i got it like it's I, apparently it's not as hard to find as I thought, but generally I, f- I feel like I see it for like, like 40 bucks and it's like not in good condition. And then like up from there and I got it for 26 99 and this record is like perfect. Like I just took it out of the shrink rack up wrap almost. I can't believe it. Nice. So, um, yeah, so that's my, well, that's a good segue to say Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah. Starts. That's 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 what I was I was intending to do that 100% totally. That was 
<laughs> segue I set up. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see you guys in two weeks. I hope you have a happy holiday, Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever you feel you sell or whatever you celebrate. Yeah, or if you don't, that's yeah. cool too. You do you. You do you. <laughs> and thanks for listening to another episode of B-Side Ourselves Podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs>